Welcome to Warped, a completely searchable podcast. In this episode, Data gets to be a parent for a day. Are you ready, Daddy? I'm Aaron. <laughs> I'm Matt. Go. I'm Sean. That's Jacob. Oh, did Matt go? I was yelling yeah, yeah, yeah. at you. I went. I went. Oh, you went before me. <laughs> uh, what a catastrophe. Wow. <laughs> I'll take the time for it. Fiasco. No, you were perfect. It was everybody else who fucked. No, I'm enjoying the fact that I made you guys laugh and it threw off the whole thing. (laughs) There was a long ass pause and I was upset by it. I'm sorry. Well, don't worry because uh, that won't be there when anybody ever listens. (laughs) Just my rant about it now. Keep that in. Oh, no, I will. (laughs) I, I have become what I would describe as a brutal editor. You have. Like 20 minutes now. <laughs> the episodes have become noticeably shorter. In Cheers. All pretense of the theory. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, like I've there's... abandoned the concept of the podcast. I didn't tell you. I didn't tell you I was doing it. I just, just made it. a unilateral decision. Yep. <laughs> There's going to be a moment in a future episode where it's at like the 28 minute mark and Matt just like cuts in and be like, hi, this is Matt. So the next 15 minutes were kind of a shit show. So I'm just going to talk to you for a little bit. Okay, that was 15 minutes. We're going to rejoin the show. It gets better now. Matt doesn't even yeah. do that. And you know it's what? Not it's, quite, to... it's not quite that. It's not quite to that level yet, but it's, I mean, it's coming. The day is coming. <laughs> That's why we need to get back in the ranch bad. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. I, I'm, I'm at the point now where any, it, where it takes me way longer than it should to do these because any lapse longer than a second gets out. <laughs> just out. Mm-hmm. Nice. Oh, good. No one cares. Yeah. Nobody You're welcome, cares. listeners. And it makes the podcast sound better. Frankly. Yeah, no, I, absolutely. I don't think anybody does listens to this while watching the show. So I understand that that's the premise of the podcast, ah. and that's what we do. But I don't think any necessarily anybody right. needs to do that with us. Like, Agreed. I certainly don't when I listen to it. I don't know anybody because that's not how people listen to podcasts, right? right? Yeah, people, exactly. people consume podcasts when they're the doing car. their chores yeah, or exactly. jogging or right. in the car on the way to work or whatever. Did we start the show? We did, yeah. but we, we haven't started the actual episode. <laughs> mm-hmm. So what are we watching? Why don't you Aaron? go ahead and do that? It's called The Offspring. That's right. We got to keep them separated. That's I right. That's where the band that. got their name from, right? Speaking of the 90s. Is it? Is yes, it? we're saying that right here. Mm-hmm. All right, putting our flag. You know what we should do is instead of Sean and I looking at these trivia pages and bringing up trivia, we make should just it. we should make just up. deliver fake make, make our own trivia. Yeah, just fake trivia, and just be like, this is the episode where. Uh, Patrick Stewart ate 14 donuts at the craft <laughs> services table and pooped himself uh, in the middle of the scene. Famously, all Monday. the nerds know about that scene, you know. Yep. Just make up tri- trivia for the show. 100%. I like it. We could just mix fake and real in and just let people have to figure it out for themselves. Sure. I think we do the three, two, two reels and one fake. Which is kind of what we do anyway. About ninety percent of the things we say are wrong on any. Oh, it's way more than, way less than ninety <laughs> percent. 
Punch the triangle, Sean. I got 45 minutes and 48 seconds, and I'm punching the triangle in three, two, one, punch. Classic Sweet. start. I would, I'm would. i going to predict early that this is a, a highly ranked episode. I think this is a classic Star Trek episode. And it's another it good one. Be, it's another good one. It's maybe not as good as last week's, but it's a very good episode. And I, it, this is another one that shows up a lot on Best Next Generation sure. episodes. Mm, they start with this long tracking shot. Yeah. They're falling ass down the hallway. Too. I like it when they do that because it shows you how big, think how cool the set must have been. Like, yeah. if you could have just, like, walked around on Paramount stage, whatever, you know, and seen how cool the bridge <laughs> looked and all that <laughs> stuff. Like, would be... What's Data up to? No, yeah, what is Data up to? Why has he got a Android? So, everyone, is this another one where we all watched it except Min? <laughs> Jake, yep. you and me watch this? Oh, yeah, we watched it. Okay. We watched did you like it? Did, I, did we like it? Yeah. Yeah. Do you agree with me that it's a very good episode? It, it is a good episode, yeah. It's pretty uh, It's pretty wild. I give it an 8-6. <laughs> okay, now this is the part where last night when I watched this, I said to myself, oh, yeah. no, Aaron is going to freak <laughs> out. When <this> <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. It's like the Oscars I was like, if life. anything is going to make Aaron turn oh, the episode face. off it's going to be this this thing right here it's like between the face and the crotch it's like <laughs> also also the boob area is the weird yeah. the word <laughs> angular boobs wow if you imagine it as the oscar statue then it's it's more amenable it feels like an honor yeah just be watching this episode it's certainly a choice they made. Father. It's it's a yeah. bold choice. Mm-hmm. Like uh, I don't know who made that choice, but makes me calmer about it. This is this is the second episode in a row where Picard just goes hard for his crew. Like he just says, "Fuck it, I'm just gonna back my crew, no matter how weird it is." Yeah, <laughs> just, yeah. Sean, give so us watching the offspring. Uh, season three, episode sixteen, original air date March tenth, nineteen ninety. After returning from a cybernetics conference to the Enterprise, Data creates his own quote-unquote child, uh, much to the chagrin of his captain, and without regard to the ramifications with Starfleet. Aaron, you watched the episode? Yes, I did. What do you think the IMDb rating is? Eight six. May. Oh, I think that's close. Go you on. watched the episode. <laughs> yep. <laughs> What do you give it? Seven seven. All right. Min oh, win. You didn't uh, watch what did, the episode. No, I didn't. Uh, what did Aaron say? Eight six? Yeah. Correct. I say six eight. Just for the oh. uh the alien. All right. Eight. This is hard. Go ahead. Sorry. Eight seven. Eight, sorry seven. to sorry to God. nickel and diamond. God damn. That's exactly what I was gonna do. <laughs> First I wanted to say go ahead then. One, First seven. I wanted to say eight six and Aaron <laughs> took it. Then I wanted to say eight seven and Jake <laughs> took it. Say eight eight it then. I'm gonna go eight point eight. Eight point five. Oh, oh should have gone, no. gone the other way. Go, May wins by prices right rules. Nice. The only rules that matter. Are She's those. the only true fan here. Yeah. <laughs> this is a special episode because it's the first episode directed by one Jonathan Frakes. Oh, first one. Okay. Oh. Rikers in charge, baby. So, which is the see- first of, I looked it up. I looked up his IMDb because I wanted to look up how many times he had directed. Uh-huh. Uh, and oh, time. it's Star Trek. And yeah. not only 
has he directed a lot of Star Trek? He's directed a lot of a lot of stuff. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like his, and he's acted in a shit ton too. I didn't realize how much acting he had done. He's working. Well, that that explains why he gets a creepy kiss written into the script. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think it's creepy. I think it's funny. Well, I think it, I, I mean, think it's it, played for laughs. Like it's the first time in a long time he's broken a a, a record for a youngest thing kissed. <laughs> yeah. It, well, yeah, because she's like two days old. So yeah. That is pretty young to start making out with bearded men. So, just for everyone, the number of episodes Jonathan Frakes has directed eight episodes of Next Generation, three of Deep Space Nine, three of Voyager. He directed two movies First Contact and Insurrection. And where else did he? Oh, he's wow. directed some of the new stuff too. He's directed yeah, yeah, he's directed, Discoveries and he's directed two episodes of Picard. Yeah. He directed two episodes, I think, of Discovery. Um, if he directed this, does he also appear in it? He sh- he shows up? He does not in it very much. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, six episodes of Discovery. Out of town, they said at the beginning of the episode. And two episodes of the Orville. Yeah, well, nobody's perfect. Look how cool, look how long this hallway is. Like, it's it's cool that they're able to do these long, like, it's almost like somebody watched the West Wing uh, long years before the West Wing started and was like, They got in a time warp. Went forward, watched West Wing. Maybe it's the other way around. Maybe the guy who directs the West Wing was a fan of Star Trek and was like, I like it when they walk down the hall and talk Long to tracking each other. shots and then walking down the hall. I'm going to make that my signature directorial maneuver. <laughs> it's called I, a maneuver. I love this orange thing that's on his desk because it reminds me of the stuff he used to make in like wood shop, you know, out of plastic. Do you know yeah. what I'm talking about? Mm. Yeah. I didn't never took wood shop. I never took wood shop. Did you take wood shop? Yeah. It was like really weird. Mm-hmm. Had to. But you guys were playing in high acrylic? school? Wow. Middle school. Oh. <laughs> the teacher yeah. had a reputation. Hey, we got a letter for 13 year olds here. Hanamasaw. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I almost I almost completely like tore up my finger. It like stopped <laughs> oh. just in time for me not to like lose a digit. And it was required? It was part of the like suite of what do you call life them? skills? Like, uh, not accessories. Uh, what do they call it? Elective. I was like but something. Did you that, to do that, it or the, the very word elective means them. that it was not required. So that means you chose. No, no, no. But it, it seems. Did you have a maybe you had a mandatory specialty class? Yeah, it was like we had several of them throughout the year like part of the year sure. was like home ec and part yeah, of the year was yeah. Yeah, yeah. it was mandatory but it was like not one of the core it was like a core like maybe uh, you only had it for like a quarter or, uh, yeah. yeah it's all a blur man but i, 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 just, I, I don't think i got an option not to take wood chop so i guess yeah elective is uh not wood- the right you know what I wish I had taken in high school in all honesty, in all honesty is I wish I had taken auto shop. Yeah. I know nothing about cars. Right? Because it's a practical yeah. life yeah. skill. And like yeah. instead I was too busy taking, you know, AP Spanish and shit, which is like <laughs> not helped me at all. I mean, I guess it helped me get into college, but uh, you know what I mean? Like it was Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's such, a, I wish there's such I... a divide. There's such a divide, at least at my high school, there was between like Using you were, a, you were yeah. a smart kid and you took smart kid classes. Yeah, auto shop had a rep 
for right. yeah, yeah. Where all like, the like vocational training for the people. Yeah, that it's, where all, so the, it's where all the it's where all the laws, just like gender neutral, like a skipper doll, fucked up yeah. skipper doll. Like, Auto shops where the, the fucking T birds end up, you know. That's right. That's where all the bad people. I was much back. more of a U. I was much more of a Eugene than I was a T bird. <laughs> right. Is his name Eugene? Did I get that, that right? Correct. That's oh, correct. Good. So, but I wish I had taken it now because that would be useful shit to sure. know, you know. Yeah. Even at well, home as a kid, my dad. My dad's like a. He's one of those guys like. He knows how to work on cars and do make things out of wood. Like he's one of those guys. And when I was a kid, he would try to teach me because he would do shit on, you know, our car, my mother's car. And yeah. he would try and like he would be like, come out into the garage and let me show you how to, you know, change the oil or whatever. And instead right. I was you know, reading X-Men comic books or whatever and had no time for that. But I wish I had. Now. Oh. Sorry, I got distracted by my favorite okay. Martian. John, who's in the lol manuter suit? Um, well, I don't know if she's doing it in the weird suit. The actress who plays her when she's normal. Uh, I doubt is, it. Cause it seems I like don't know. It might be. She might be inside the... I, I honestly don't know. It doesn't I say. I mean, are we going to start making up fake facts, or do you want the real answer? It's her. The actress's name is... Hallie or Haley Todd? No, weirdly, it's Kathleen Turner. Like she came in for a brief cameo. All right, they put her in the outfit. I don't. I was. I was making up a fake fact. I was oh. trying to, you know. Oh, that's all. Oh. she goes up and down. I feel like what's up on top is like the stage at Disneyland that runs out of the ground, and like when he shoves her up there, she has to perform for the crowd. And that's who Riker's going to make out with. It, just wait for it, man. You'll yeah, see. Every, every time it goes up, she's like, all right, stage face, lol, stage face. Here we go. <laughs> we do it for the fans. And he's like, what is going on up there? It was so, some, like, skinny horse jockey dude who's actually in the outfit in that in those early scenes. That's what if I you think. want the real answer. It's that guy who does the Horta. What form would you pick? Out of those options that they... Out of those? Okay, FMK, uh, <laughs> Lol, or the green alien... Lol as she is in right now, yeah. or uh -oh. the green uh, the My Favorite Version alien. Yeah. I was going to pick the weird Lol, but go ahead. Or weird gold, weird androgynous Lol. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I feel like you have to try to fuck the weird one, just to see... <laughs> But weird, but I, that, right? The weird one has no. Uh, I know. That's, that's the challenge. Yeah. Oh. oh. Okay. <laughs> I, I thought you were asking just like no. if you could, if you were like actually given that choice, what would you look like? Mm. I. That's how I started the question, but it got. <laughs> I hijacked it away from you yeah. and turned it's it into. Okay. Totally cool. I'm. I'm going along okay. with it. I say you F lol 1.0, the androgynous lol. Agreed. Agreed. You have to. You got to try it one time. You marry this lol yeah, and you, you kill lull. my well, favorite my Martian. Yeah, that's what I say. Agreed. Yeah. Well, there was also a, an attractive human male and a Klingon. He's not in it. It's three. FMK. Uh, one of my favorite we things about us, Sean, is how often we agree on FMK. Well, I feel like you guys are aligned. Yeah, I like Data being a mentor here. He's very patient. I like the little joke where he throws the ball and she misses it. 
that's yeah. another very popular giphy thing. Like whenever someone wants to uh, post something about someone missing the point of something, yes. they'll post that little gif of her missing the ball and being like, you missed the point. Uh, Twitter. It's an, it's an, it's a force for good, you know, at times. Yeah. Everyone should be spending way more time on Twitter. That's what I've said. <laughs> have you been? Uh, have they gotten to you, Matt? Has the Twitter yeah, that's right. I've worked. I'm uh, gotten. I've, I'm working for Big Twitter now. Yeah. yeah. Boy, I wish if Twitter wanted to sponsor this podcast, I would absolutely uh, sell out in a heartbeat. Talk to that I would be a second. Yeah, I would become the most pro Twitter person you've ever. Tell me where to bend over. Whoa, whoa, whoa! We don't. uh, This is a Wendy, sir. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, There are some. There are some funny things on Twitter. That's one of my favorites. There's a. There's a. There's an account on Twitter that's called Nihilist Arby's. And it's just this yeah. guy who posts, uh, he, he just posts these really horrible nihilistic statements. And then at the end, it says, eat at Arby's. So he'll say, like, <laughs> life is a pointless void of meaningless and sadness that ends in death and internal sadness. And then at the end, he says, don't forget to get your beef and cheddar at Arby's. <laughs> <laughs> It, it's it's a one-joke account, but the one joke is really funny. It makes me laugh every time. There are a few um, – I actually wrote this down as something to talk about. There are a couple of uh, Star Trek parody accounts that are pretty funny. There's one called Riker Googling that's just uh, imagining what Riker would Google. Um, <laughs> so, it's things, so it's things like um, Red Alert Won't Turn Off. <laughs> Starship computer voice erotic fanfic. <laughs> How to host Burning Man on holodeck. <laughs> Do mind melds cause cancer? WebMD. <laughs> what? No. <laughs> Trombonist or tromboner? <laughs> tromboner, please. Oh man! So Riker Googling. If you're looking for a fun follow on Twitter, uh, Riker Googling is very funny. And there's another one called Enterprise Computer that just does like sort of random. Here's what the Enterprise would say to you. And what's fun is that sometimes Enterprise Computer will respond to Riker Googling. So Riker Googling will Google something funny, and then Enterprise Computer will reply back like, "Here's what your Google result would have been." I don't know. Sometimes Twitter actually does make me laugh. <laughs> so now um, you're saying that I'll have to go somewhere else. For... She can't stay. Min, well, do you need a quick, to... uh, you need yeah, a quick plot yeah, yeah, summary yeah. of what's yeah, happened yeah. in this episode? Is Picard trying to stand up for Data here? Sure is. Yeah. Yep. Nice. This is a bit of a, a, an unofficial sequel to Measure of a Man, which is the episode where Picard has to defend yeah. Data rights as a a human being right or as a sentient being this is a little bit of a follow-up they actually reference measure measure of a man in this episode uh so what's happened min is that data has figured out a way to build a an android daughter and the big thing about data is that he's the only one right because the person who created him died and despite their best efforts Dr. Soong, and despite their best efforts, no one has been able to uh, recreate Data. 
even though they've tried a lot. So Data is this sort of unique creature in all of the galaxy, but he he has figured out a way to create a android daughter. Mm-hmm. So, but she seems a little off. Well, she's a child, right? The, yeah. She's like two days old, so she's still learning, which is why she's you know can't catch a ball and stuff like that. Oh, she's still okay. she's essentially a baby, right? Yeah, yeah. So they've introduced her to this like room of kindergartners to try and like help her acclimate, and she's a little too weird. Like the the five year olds weren't having it; they were like. <laughs> Uh, we don't want to talk to the weird old lady. Right. I mean, it makes a lot of sense. Oh, why don't they acclimate her in the uh, holodeck? Wouldn't that, uh, or they just want real kids, real people for her to interact with? You know what, man? That is an excellent question. I don't know if I've ever thought of that before. That's great. I don't know the answer to that. They don't talk about it in the episode, yeah. but that is a terrific question. That is exactly the kind of nitpicky what if that <laughs> Star Trek fans live for. <laughs> yeah. This the woman who plays Lol, I think, is really good. Like, you're missing a little bit of it, man, because you can't hear her. Yeah, but sure. Yeah. She has a kind of slightly robotic, robotic voice. voice, but yeah. not like she's not doing bleep bloop, you know, that kind of thing. <laughs> well, come on, it's it's Kathleen Turner, like what do you expect? No, Kathleen Turner was only there for when they were in the. Oh, she, <laughs> she was in the. Oh, I got you. Oh, okay. That was who was actually in there. You know, she didn't want to be on camera. She just liked right. Star Trek. Uncredited. Who is that woman who plays Lol? Uh, her name is. Looking Holly close. or Haley Todd. Yeah. She's probably most well known as being playing the mother on Lizzie McGuire. Huh. I never watched Lizzie McGuire. I was I aged out of it at yeah. that point. But I didn't want to get on some list by okay. watching Lizzie sure. McGuire in my late twenties or whenever that was on. In a lot of things. She goes she her earliest credit is of nineteen seventy six. Oh wow. Mm, she's been around a while. Yep. Lol is such an unusual weird name, even for Star Trek, don't you think? Beverly is wearing my favorite wig. Sorry, Mean, I didn't mean to interrupt, but that is my favorite Beverly wig. Um, the word lol, they talk about it in the episode, actually. It's like a, a Hindi word that means beloved. Yeah. Oh. They say that, I, I was reading some trivia that that's not true. That it oh, means really? beloved in other, like, there, there is some connection to it, but it's not 100% true what they say in the episode. Oh. I, I well, they were probably that. trying. I mean, they didn't yeah. have the internet, so they couldn't right. Google shit like, "What's a word? What what word is beloved in Hindi?" Yeah. So they probably did some research and. Right, that was the best. That's what they found. Got it as close as they could. They didn't have books, so. <laughs> this is the exact opposite of last week's episode in the sense that there are. It, it is a purely character-based episode. Like, there's no threat. There's no baddie. It's just Data and his daughter, and what are they going to do, you know? Mm. Even the mean admiral who shows up turns out to be not all that mean. Uh, all right. Oh. Oh, yeah. Oh, hell yeah. The sleepwear of the future. Future yeah. leisure wear, you guys. I, when I was watching this earlier Afro. today, Philippe came in the room, and he's like, yeah, that's how he sleeps, like a fucking Greek god. Yep. <laughs> you I, notice I mean, how shiny the pillow is? They that can't be comfortable. 
they love a deep, deep V. They do. Like, do you think that was uh, Patrick Stewart's choice, or uh, it must have been, yeah. right? <laughs> like, he said, "I would John like to wear a mini robe, sleep Wait, wait, wait! You said that uh, Riker directed this episode, right? Yeah, he okay. did. Yeah. Okay, maybe he's trying to get more of the uh, the the bear out of everyone. <laughs> Nice. Well, I liked how Picard also, was so It always makes it. me a little uncomfortable when they try to uh, sexualize Jean-Luc. What? Like, I love him as a character and as a person, mm. and but I'm always just like, mm, you know what? He doesn't have to be. <laughs> Don't try and do that to Patrick Stewart. It's, you know. Can I, no. can I be honest with you? That, that was more palatable than Tom Cruise in that um, Shin Impossible scene. With his shirt off, you got so. a real bug up your ass about this yeah, Tom I Cruise. Do. And I do, Oswald. I do. I'm, I'm. Uh, that's 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 my stand. That's the hill I'm going to die on. Uh huh. That's the bug he's going to die on. In yeah. I mean, you I have do. to remember that he's 60 years old, right? Like he's. Yeah, but how old is Patrick Stewart here? Like he in his late good. 40s. 40s. Oh, <laughs> Stop it. Top, no, I'm serious. Yeah, yeah, it's true. That this a million times. Patrick yeah, Stewart went bald at like age seventeen, <laughs> yeah. and he looked like a fifty-year-old from the time he was twenty to the time he was seventy-five. Mm-hmm. It's, it's 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 it's, it's a blessing powerful. and a curse, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, the good thing about uh, Patrick Stewart is even at sixty, he knows not to take his shirt off. So I I commend him for that choice as well. Thank you. Wearing the wearing the sort of deep V thing, which we see him wear a few times, mm. is the closest they ever got to to yeah. making poor Patrick take his shirt off. Did you feel that was sexualized? Were you turned on? No, that's my whole point. Is oh. that it's not sexy. Oh, okay. It's anti-sexy. It's whatever the opposite of sexy is. I don't know. I, I was a little it's turned bizarro on. sexy. That was a great. There's a great little nodding interaction there with Guinan and. Yeah, we skipped right over. Guinan, Aaron, where are you right now? I was just following along your sexy talk. (laughs) (laughs) Where are you on the Jean-Luc sexiness scale? I mean, I enjoyed seeing him in a different capacity, but it it confused me a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, really? Those those feelings are natural, Aaron. It's unusual. I felt... Strings, tinglings in different parts of my body. Take yourself <laughs> over to Captain Picard. Uh, I mean, I think that's pretty clear. I think that he, I think Patrick Stewart is amazing looking. Mm-hmm. I just don't think he's necessarily sexy. Right. He's kind of like iconic in a way that almost transcends sexuality. Yeah. Oh, hmm. he's like your, he's like a dad. Role is not. He's been in other roles that are more, I would say, sexier roles. Just this role for this is not the first thing you think of because he's, you know, he's buttoned up for the most now part. Now I want to know what the sexy Patrick Stewart roles are. He was on a funny show. I forget what it was called, but he's really funny. It's more recent. I'd have to look it up. I watched it the for a while. Played the psychiatrist, or maybe. I'm just blanking on what it's called. I'd have to look up Patrick Stewart's stuff. Here are Patrick Stewart's. Is here are Patrick's. Here's here's the thing with Patrick Stewart. <laughs> yeah, Patrick Stewart is sexy, but only when he plays gay. 
because Patrick Stewart is really fun and sexy in J the movie version of Jeffrey. Okay. Right. He's funny and sexy in the episode of Frasier where he right. plays the opera conductor who thinks that Frasier is gay and, and Frasier basically becomes his boyfriend for the ep course of, for the episode. Uh -huh. uh, he's really, he's really charming and sexy in that episode. Mm -hmm. So I think Patrick Stewart is sexy when he's gay. But then and I guess I think not, that about he's not I try to think that about everybody though, so I don't know <laughs> yeah. if that's really but he's he's not gay in real life. No. No, he's not. I'm saying when he plays gay characters. No, like I was just curious because I, I really don't know much about him. No, he's so super I... straight in real life. He's he married he married a woman uh that he met on this show who's like 20 something years younger than him. Like, there it is. God, oh. There it is. Well, she. Right when daddy him. walks in, too. Yeah. I mean, she kisses him. It's not like Riker's <laughs> yeah. fault. It's, it's just... He was on a. Guys, that was unconsensual. Blunt talk. Did you ever see Blunt Talk? Blunt Talk. That was I, know what it, I know what you're talking talk. about, but I didn't watch it. He's, he's sexy in Blunt Talk. Yeah. Blunt talk. Do they talk about blunts? I think his name was Blunt. Oh. I, I think he's like a he's like, like a, a has a TV show or yeah, something. Yeah, he's more like a like a what's it Bill O'Reilly type character. I think. Yeah, it was. Yeah, he was like a. But he's really new... funny in it. It's a different kind of anyway. But he was I, kind I, of playing an asshole, right? Like he was sort can, of. A... He he's very funny. Yeah, I watched the pilot. Mm -hmm. There's a couple people who I know who are. On it, blunt talk. Yeah, cool. Yeah, I enjoyed it. I just for some reason stopped watching it, but I, I watched quite a few of them. It was on like there's hot pics of him right? during his Royal Shakespeare Company days. Oh, sure. I can see that. Very nice. Excalibur days. Yeah, we've seen. We've. I think I've even maybe posted it into the yeah, chat. Yeah. At, uh, uh, pictures of him when he was playing like. Uh, Oberon or somebody in Midsummer Night's Dream, like black and white photos of him mm. from like yeah, the 60s right. and 70s. And you're like, yeah, he was a snack back in the day. Sure. Mm. You know when he's sexy now is when he's jumping into ball pits with uh, Ian McKellen at sure. like, McDonald's Playhouses or whatever. Like, that's when he's sexy. I'm just like, oh, look how happy they are together. Well, it's probably good when an actor doesn't seem it just means that they embody whatever role they're supposed to be playing and it's more about the role than necessarily that oh ian mckellen got asked once about the fact that he's constantly kissing patrick stewart like they're always taking pictures of themselves kissing he was like and the, i think the interviewer asked ian mckellen if patrick stewart's wife uh, objected to them kissing all the time and he said no i kiss her all the time too and it was very charming. Oh, yeah. Three-way. <laughs> well, They're except... <clears throat> what Ian wants, Sir Ian gets. Yeah, you don't fuck around with Ian McKellen. See, I don't like how he was like, cocktail waitress. It's like, come on, she's just like a server. That's shady. That's shady. I agree. He is being a bit shaming on the lower, on the service industry. Right. Being a little classist. Latest. Yep. Honestly, I'm not really sure why he needs her so bad. Like, this is how you get, you know, those weird stories of like, oh, he was a family friend and he was like, I really think she should come live with me. And we're like, oh, okay, if you think it's best for her. 
oh the, the Starfleet muckety muck why he's like that yeah I mean look he's 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 reached he's reaching the end of his Starfleet tenure he's got no real major <laughs> accomplishments to hang his hat on he's like oh here's this unique opportunity to put my name on something big oh that's what it is he's got to make you a mark that self-serving Jake I think that's I think that's where he starts at the beginning of the episode I mean, he's a Starfleet admiral. Don't you think he would try to embody Starfleet uh, principles? I mean, you know what he wants? He wants his kids to call him once in a while. Uh. (laughs) Well, he's a long way from home. I think he's trying to create a granddaughter. He's trying to justify sending them to boarding school. (laughs) (laughs) Sean, I have in my notes here to ask you about whether you did forcing your children to pretend like it's 1985 weekend. <laughs> I have not done it yet. Okay. No. That was something you talked about on the show, yes. about taking away all their screens for all weekend and yeah. giving them only, like, basic television channels and yep. the radio uh, for amusement. Yep. Haven't VHS cassettes. Right. Set tapes. She seems adversarial, he says. Well, because you're fucking trying to take her away from the only family she's ever known. Come on, guy. This guy. Yeah, and she's and she's different from Data because she's having emotions. So she's not, you know, she's sort of more advanced than Data. Yep. That's just spurring him on, though. He's like, look how, you know, erratic she is. We got to get... We got to get her to a controlled facility before she explodes science all over the place. Well, I suppose my question is like, uh, what do they do with Lull after this episode? Is it just like, um, the, well, why the, don't you just the woman... wait and see? They put her all in of your, closet. Okay. All of your questions will be answered. Yeah, we'll be right. I got to ask you a question. You remember what happens at the end of the episode when Counselor Troy has a baby? Yeah, parent for a day. <laughs> Yeah. That's not really what happens in this episode, though. I mean, it does revisit Star Trek's love of giving main characters children for a, for a day. For for a day. That's yeah. true. That's what I'm talking about. Right. Oh, here it Anna, comes. Anna's wearing her outfit where it makes one of her boobs bigger than the other. Yeah. There it is. She's feeling. She's yeah. feeling. She's having feelings. And, De- and Deanna's whole thing is reading people's feelings. So... She's able to tell that she's having a feeling. I thought this actress played this part really well. I did too. I think this is a really good performance in a kind of a hard thing to pull off, right? Like, Mm -hmm. this is not easy to come in as a guest star and and have a stupid haircut and pull this (laughs) this sort of a complicated character to pull off in a one-off performance. I think she's really good. Oh, no, I think that the Bob is treading the line between Pen15 and Velma Kelly. <laughs> How's that? I like the Bob. I think it's meant to make her look young, right? Yeah. She's supposed to look... Yeah, the bowl cut. Yeah. It's a classic Star Trek dilemma. What's the, what is the ethical and correct thing to do in this Give situation? her a wig like Dark Crusher, I think would be the... <laughs> Well, she does have her own bangy wig, you know. Um, So it seems like Data successfully made an android with feelings. Why doesn't he make more? What's that about? I would say Mm -hmm. with limitedly successfully. (laughs) Successfully with an asterisk. 
Oh yeah. Well, okay. I haven't watched. You'll find out why he doesn't make more men because all of your questions are going to be answered uh, once you see what ultimately ends up happening. Okay. And then they'll never speak of it again. (laughs) That's not really true though, because they brought it up again in Picard. I mean, it took them thirty years. Okay. Oh, that was a question I had. So is this episode, like, the main premise of Picard first season? Because Data makes a person and, you know, that's what first season was, right? It's not Data, though, but sort of. I mean, yes, sort of. It's based on the same, same, what, uh, line of AI? yeah. Yeah, the whole first season is about like AIs and and data type people. Uh, yes, the answer is yes. The answer yeah. to your question is yeah. essentially yes. It's very good, by the way. Everybody should watch season one of Picard and listen to our hours long podcasts about it, which we learned is our most popular. Yeah, you know, now that I think about it, I keep editing these things down, but it turns out what people really like it's are three-hour-long podcasts about one-hour-long television shows. Oh. I like those Buca de Beppo servings. I don't know what to say <laughs> about that. It's America, Dan. We like our shit big. <laughs> More for your money. Yeah. yeah. Your money is, I mean, the podcast is free, but yeah, yeah. it's more for your money. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You need to be able to fall asleep for a bit and wake up and still have it be the same episode. Right? That's, that's it. That's the dream. That's where we're, we're our best, when we're treading that line be, between conscious and, sub, and unconscious. I am Starfleet, Captain. And he's like, hell no. Don't you go nowhere, Data. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, this guy is just another in the long line of <laughs> admirals Starfleet on Star Trek. Dicks, yeah. Even though he kind of redeems himself a tiny bit towards the end, it's still he's still your sort of classic asshole admiral. Yeah, I, I think my theory earlier is it holds water. I think he's here to pull to, to throw his weight around, get get some get some clout. Well, he's kind of exactly like the guy from Measure of a Man, right? He wants to take her away so he can fucking experiment on her, right? Yeah. Tinker. He's a classic tinkerer. Uh-oh. <laughs> Uh-oh. What's going on, Data? Mm. She's malfunctioning, Min. She's mm-hmm. she's short circuit. She feelings, and they fucking messed her up. Yep. Pure proof that feelings are what fuck up human beings. Ah, but it's what makes us human. What do you think her hair really looks like underneath that wig? God knows. What if it was just exactly the same? Like, she just has that exact same bolt cut underneath that wig. This is a fun little production design. <laughs> yeah. These are space players. <laughs> they don't really do this sort of pokey oh. thing to open her head. Yeah, it just holds <laughs> down the front of her wig. It's like a key, almost. Mm. Yeah, Data's head, it looks the same way when they, whenever they open Data up. And I love that it's just, like... It's the most old school, just a bunch of lights that light up. Like, yeah. just a bunch of blippy, it's just a bunch of blippy bloops, and it's mm-hmm. absolutely wonderful. Oh, well, she's not going to make it. Hmm. No. She's no. malfunctioning. I see. So that's why there are no more kids. Can't make it happen. Hmm. Yeah. 
Oh, this Until is a redemption moment. Do. Yeah, he because he mm. at least tried to help save her when she was malfunctioning. Yeah. But, so he feels a little bad, as well he should. <laughs> I think he's just mad that, like, he's not going to be able to bring her back, that he's failed. Right. In Jake's version of the story, he's just, like, <laughs> realized he just missed his shot, right? I'll never be, my daddy will never be proud of me now. Like, I'll never win the Cochrane Prize now. <laughs> he just, like, looks like I'll just be retiring to Boca, and that'll be that. Nobody will be here here for me again. Boca. Boca's not a bad place. I know. That sounds fine. Mm-hmm. Sounds I love I well, I would love to retire to Boca. That sounds great <laughs> to me. You wanna go live in Florida? I mean Florida needs more Democrats. We need to get some people <laughs> to Florida and start. Is that where Boca is? Yeah. Oh, I thought it I thought, thought you guys were talking about like a place in Mexico or something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Cabo. Cabo no, is Boca. <laughs> yeah, no. Rearrange Boca. letters. Turn Boca the word. Raton. Yeah. Just Boca Raton, Florida. That means, Never mind. That, that means what? Rat mouth? <laughs> yeah, it does. <laughs> Sounds lovely. <laughs> it's sort of by Fort Lauderdale. Better than butt face. Oh, and they're all sad for him. Yeah. And he's totally. like, oh, I can't feel it. Yeah, I like this moment a lot because they all feel bad, but he does not. Even mm-hmm. when he was like telling her, like, she was like, I love you. And, you know, I'm gonna, I'm sad or whatever. And he was like, oh, I am not. Yeah, <laughs> he, he looked like he was thinking about saying it just <laughs> to say it. Yeah. And he was like, yeah. nah, that would just be a lie. <laughs> Wait, he transfers her memory, so he remembers kissing Riker. <laughs> yeah, I hope so. Yeah. I mean, of all I the things, yeah. that's where your mind went. Oh, come right on. To... I mean, yeah. what do you think? Call, call me weird, all right? I don't care. You already do. <laughs> she kissed a lot of people that yeah. day. You just saw her kissing Riker. She was uh, macking on all the guys in the full, 10 forward. <laughs> what? What? Oh, <laughs> that's the real reason why he Data shut her down. He thought she was becoming a whore. <laughs> oh, whoa, whoa, whoa. And no oh, whore doctor. She is. He's going to go yeah. tramping around 10 forward with that hussy Guinan. Yeah. Yeah. I think I, you got you it. don't need you... to worry about it, Jake. I'm going to cut all this. Thank you, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Edit power. Well, here's here's this my episode. Question, this episode is going to end when Min says, "What happens to Lol at the end?" <laughs> I'm going to cut it 37 minutes in. Nice. <clears throat> Keep it tight. This is going to be Matt. Uh, this is Matt. <laughs> the, no, the rest of the episode has been cut. No, he's just going to cut it to, to do the voiceover. Mr. Jake read a new work. jingle for me for when I cut into the episode. And... <laughs> I would love a jingle for when I cut into an episode. <laughs> this content has been removed. <laughs> Nothing like but that for half the episode. Uh, I haven't done a jingle in a while. It might be time. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah, every time you every time you cut a piece, you just loop that that jingle through the whole part. 
Yeah. So, that won't be annoying. So, Aaron, what did you think? You liked this one, right? This is a good one? Yeah, it's a good episode. I mean, it's hard to follow up the last one, but it was good. It had a lot of things to, a lot of meat on its bones. Yeah. Think about. These are the glory days of Star Trek. The next show. episode is another great episode. Next episode? What is next week? Is it, is it Worf and the, the Klingons? Since the Father. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Worf and the Klingons. We have talked before, Aaron, about the fact that uh, Worf has a complicated backstory right. involving his Klingon past. And they've alluded to it a couple of times. Uh, but I think next week is the first one where we really like get yep. into it. Right, Sean? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Good. The good Worf stuff. All the Worf stuff is good. So. I need prune juice. Got it. <laughs> I love that. I love when he calls it a warrior's drink. I think that's just such a funny, like, it's the perfect thing to have him say. It's a really yeah. good line. Whoever wrote that. Well, we're done, Aaron. Correct. Good job. Good job, guys. Do you want to I tell everybody? Definitely. You want to tell everybody where they can find us online? No thanks. <laughs> Well, then uh, maybe I will say that you can rate, review, and subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. You can follow us on Instagram at Warped the Podcast and buy our merchandise at Lunar underscore Flare. You can email us at WarpedThePodcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on Twitter at Warped Trek. Follow me at Host Warped and follow Min to learn about our Dungeons and & Dragons and Call of Cthulhu podcasts and live streams. Or, most importantly of all, you can go to patreon.com slash warped, become a subscriber, and get access to bonus content and additional materials. Back to you, Aaron. Good night, everybody. Thanks for listening. I'm Aaron. <laughs> See, it happened again. It wasn't Where my is Sean? It, You're Sean supposed is, to go next. You're second. I'm John. <laughs> I'm Matt. I'm Jake. I'm Minwin. I'm A. Yay! We got it there, guys. Fucking professionals. I was laughing. <clears throat> I think you have to be paid to be a professional, honestly. Ah. <laughs> <laughs>